0: Hi, Change Agents. Welcome to season three of my podcast. My name is Tracy V. Allen, social enterprise and small business strategist and the owner of TVA Consulting. Our podcast and company are focused on helping change agents design, build, and fund programs and services through implementable strategies that will impact the people they serve. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Mission um, Impact series with Ty and Tracy. And today we're talking about um, who's your client, right? So your client is more than just a person, a human being. That client has uh, a lot of different psychographic and demographic um identifiers that determine whether or not they're truly the ideal client for you, or they're just someone who you're going to be developing into your ideal client if they're in the target audience realm. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to give you some tips and pointers on how to figure out who's your client. My name is Tracy D. Allen. I'm the owner of TBA Consulting Group, where I help social entrepreneurs and social enterprises and small business to design, build, and fund their social and, um, ventures, maximizing their revenue and impacting their communities. I've been in this business for over 20 years, about 24 years, and um, I love what I do. Um, so, yeah, go ahead, Ty. <laughs> I like it I love what I do, right? Because I do it, love what I do though. I do. Even it, though we fuss about it, I do love what I do.
1: It has to be love. Sometimes I wonder like why am I here? Yeah. Because I love I, I, I love this work. That's why i, mm-hmm. I do. But uh, my name is Ty Bull. I'm owner of Ty Bull Enterprises. Like Tracy, I've been in this business for a little over twenty years and I hope I hope mostly done proper organizations, move from startup and struggles to sustainability and success and you know, sometimes it gets hard. Like, even with, um, you know, figuring out who your clients are and, and how do you approach those those people or organizations who are going to be the best fit for, for you. I think for me, Tracy, like starting out, that was the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, I, I know what I'm doing. I like this work. Um, I'm a consultant. And consultants aren't usually wealthy automatically. <laughs> <Right>. like, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, it's like the star the artist thing uh, at least it wasn't me and so i think that one of the mistakes i made early on was just kind of letting anybody be my client
0: yeah right? yeah
1: uh, like hey i gotta pay the rent and my baby needs to simple act. um whoever <laughs> whoever want to help me get that done then okay i'll work with you um, what I found out doing things that way is that I burned out way too quickly, um, that I gave more than I received. Um, and a lot, and I know, you know, scripture says it's a blessing and giving, more blessed to give and interesting or something, something along those lines, but I think we get perfect the wrong way because you gotta, you gotta get something in order for me to give, give you something. It's kind of a two way street because you cannot pour from an cup. Y'all heard that before, right? Yeah. Um, I, that, um, As I've grown in my business, I've been better able to identify folk who I like to work with, those people who make an organization that make me feel good um, when I work. Even though everything's not perfect there's going to be some stuff um, that happens, but creating a client avatar that has all the things that I like, Tracy said, because I love what I do, so people or organizations who, can get me because sometimes I just talk kind of crazy and if folks don't get that, I'll drive them away, right? Because sometimes I'm just like real straightforward and like, okay, this is that. Um, there are some people who are ready to hear what I have to say. There are other people who are like, oh, you have to do it that way. Um, for those people who aren't really ready, then those aren't my people. So being able to identify who your tribe is and those people who really get you and who are open to receiving what it is, you know, the way that you have to give it. Also, You know, in your work, when I work with nonprofit organizations, the nonprofit organizations serve clients, those people who are your priority population. Having to understand why you are even choosing that particular population to serve, what is it? And a lot of times in nonprofits, you know, we start with the passion of it. Oh, I'm passionate about this group, so I think I'm going to serve in this group, and then you kind of find out that your passion burns out. I wrote a, I wrote a, a blog. Some years ago, um, it was called The Thrill is Gone. Y'all probably know somebody sings that song. I can't remember who the artist that sings that. The Thrill is Gone. It was about starting a nonprofit organization from passion and initially being just excited that you're serving people that you said you thought you needed to serve. But then getting into the work of it and realizing, hey, this is more work than I signed up for or even getting into your for-profit business saying, hey, I'm serving these people, but something's not right. I'm not happy. I'm not being fulfilled. I'm not charging good enough. I'm still starving. You know, they repossessed my car and now I'm not happy about this anymore. And so being able to to look at that and and knowing when it's just a thrill and knowing when you're in it for the long haul, because if you're in it for the long haul, you're going to have to work and you're going to have to make some changes and you're going to have to let some
0: clients go in order to get your best clients the ones that work best for you. Right. So same thing. When I started my business, I wanted to serve everybody. But there's a saying that says, if you want to serve everybody, you're serving no one. Right. Because you can't service everybody. Everyone is not for you and you are not for everybody. Um, I tend to want clients that are a lot like myself. Right. Clients who are go getters and clients who want to be successful I want to be successful I want clients that want to be successful I don't want clients that I constantly have to run down to give me things that I need to help them to build their businesses so for me taking the time to put a client avatar together was imperative to the success of my business niching down exactly who my client is what that client does um, for a living how that client would look, how that client would operate, um, even how much disposable income that client has. Because sometimes we're ashamed to ask for money or put money um, at the forefront of what we do. But at the end of the day, that is how business owners make business. It's a money making situation. So you have to be very clear about your personal goals to identify who your ideal client is. What is it that you want to do in your business that you love to do that, and these are the clients that you're trying to attract. For instance, when Ty and I work together, Ty doesn't like to do business plans, right? So if Ty gets a client who likes business plans, who wants to do business plans, uh, she will refer that client over to me and then I give her a referral fee, right? Sometimes I don't like to do grant writing. Sometimes she doesn't like to do grant writing, but if she's in a grant writing mood. And I have a client that, you know, has a grant that needs to be written. I'll do the same thing. I'll refer it to her because, you know, she's taking on grant clients at that time and vice versa. But knowing exactly what type of clients you want, what um, that client um, client's ultimate objectives are going to be and how you can best work with that client is going to change your life. I've had clients where when i was taking on just any and anybody who would literally make me sit at my desk and cry mm-hmm. right because i it's not crying because i've got an argument with the client i'm just so frustrated with having to work with that particular client because that person was not my ideal client i have turned down client opportunities there were twenty thousand dollars and that's because i knew that the headache of working with that particular client It's just more than the money is worth. Money is, like I said, yes, you got to put money at the forefront, but money still isn't everything. Your peace of mind and the operating of your business is way bigger than that. That is why it is so important that you create that client avatar, right? Know who your ideal client is so that when that person and you have that discovery call and you're talking with that person, you know in that 15-minute session, whether or not that person is someone that you can work with. So, you know, have even if you're the type of person like Ty and I basically have diarrhea of the mouth, right? So we start talking, and then we are giving out all of the strategies in this little short time. So one of the things that I had to do to combat that was to create a questionnaire right that i would have in front of me and i would lead the conversation because i needed to figure out certain things within that 15-minute call to determine whether or not we were going to move forward that's why it's called a discovery session right mm-hmm. i know who my client avatar is i know the the demographic and the psychographic information of who i want to work with and then i have the questions that go along with that person's avatar to determine whether or not I actually want to work with that client or if that client is even maybe the client is a great client but does that client fit my business model
1: right and you you know you mentioned that you know we don't like to leave with one but I I ended up a couple years ago putting a question on my on my intake form, yeah. How much are you ready to invest,
0: right? Yes.
1: Mhm. Uh, because I get to know right away whether or not you're going to waste my time, because you, I have to set my money goals, right? I have to. I don't mm-hmm. know. I gotta know exactly how much it is. I'm trying to make tell me I'm not ready to invest right now. Maybe you can meet my client later, but not today. Why? Right. Because, because I can't waste my time. I, mean, I can get somebody to send you an email, you can join my focus or whatever. But if you don't have any money today, and I need some money, because business to make money, then you're not my client right now. I remember had a business coach, and she, like, really got onto to me about that, right? Um, at the time, I didn't really get my business going, and I was struggling, like, financially struggling, and I was, and she, we were talking about price setting, and I said, you know, um, that's, that's too much, and she's like, what, do you believe in what, what you're offering? Do you believe in the value of what you're doing? I'm like, hmm, you know, this is proven successful time and time again, and she says, why are you you it? And i was like, because People can't afford that. It's like you you can't afford it because you ain't got no money right <laughs> now. <laughs> and so guess what? You are not your ideal client. Right. So you're looking for your ideal client just because you can't afford it doesn't mean they can't afford it. So you have to stop thinking that you are them, especially if you're in a place where you ain't got no money and your ideal clients. Like Tracy, you mentioned having disposable income and what, what certain level of income they have to have worked work with you. If that's what you're looking for and that ain't what you got right now, and you're not looking at yourself as an ideal client. You're, you need to create your avatar to be independent of you.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing goes into that, too. If you are not willing to invest that in your own self, then why should other people invest it in you? Mm -hmm. right? So if you see a program or service out there that you absolutely need to take your business to the next level, and let's say it's $5,000 and you're like, oh my God, that's too expensive. I'm not paying for that, right? You can't now turn around and have a course or a program or service for $5,000 because you're not willing to invest that that in your own growth and education. So why should someone else turn around and invest it Mm -hmm. in you? I never charge more than I'm willing to pay for something myself or have paid for something myself mm-hmm. that's just how I, that's my pricing strategy right I don't yeah. do that
1: we can't pay for that we can do and the thing is that you have to have a funding plan
0: and this is right. why you you know
1: for profit whatever it is you have to have a funding plan you have to set your funding goals and you
0: have to know that in order
1: for you to make money you have to invest money, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So even with you know what comes with the five thousand program that I offer, there are things that I have to buy on the back end, just automation, right. or in order to even make this five thousand program worthy of five thousand dollars for my clients. Mm-hmm. And if I can't, if I'm thinking, okay, well I'm not going to invest in them, I'm not going to do that. It makes no sense to charge somebody five thousand dollars to do the do.
0: A, a half-foot job because that's what's going to happen. Right. And it all comes back down to who's your client. You have to know who your client is in order to have a pricing strategy, to have a funding strategy. You, We're not telling you to count your – because I know another thing that a lot of people do when it comes to pricing and who's their client, they're always like, my ideal client does not – and there's a difference between – I'm going all over the place, but there's a difference between a target audience and your ideal client. Um, Ty calls it something else. What do you call it, Ty? Your priority population. Yes, your priority population, right? So there is a difference between your target audience and your priority population or your ideal client, right? So your ideal client and your priority population um, could almost be the same thing. These are people who have the money to spend. Mm-hmm. Your target audience are the people who you're going to nurture until they have the money to spend, mm-hmm. right? So, Sense,
1: right, I'm
0: looking for you, I'm studying. Right, exactly. You know, and then whenever the, the um they have that disposable income, they will come to you for the services that they need, but you have to nurture that population so they can turn into your money clients, right? So it's imperative, either which way you have to have an avatar for your um your target population. And you have to have a, 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 um, a, an avatar for your ideal client as well, and you have to treat them differently. So you're putting out content that appeals to both type of clientele, mm-hmm. and then you have uh-huh. lower lower priced items for your ideal cl- for your target audience. Because your target audience doesn't mean that they don't have any money, right? They just don't have the money for your high ticket items, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to create. Um, products and services that appeal to both. Yeah. You know, like, don't do you know the low hanging fruit? You get people on board, right? Yes. Like, okay. Mhm. This little thing, but you can't work. With, you know, I was talking this morning
1: on my on my group um, program. Wouldn't qualify to be in my individual program, mm-hmm. right? Well, What do you mean? Because you know, for, number one, after your budget. Oh, so bad. Number two, there's a level of commitment that you have to have work with me on that level, and you're not ready for that level of commitment. It's like in married. You can date for me a little bit. <laughs> but we, we ain't ready to go together on the mortgage because you ain't ready yet. Right. And then, after a while, if you to straighten it up, we're just going to break up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's
0: it. Yeah, because even like you're saying, when I have those higher ticket items, um, there's an application process. And most... Um, most incubators and accelerators or higher ticket programs that really help you to transform quickly, right? You're going to have that have to have that level of commitment and there's going to be an application process and that the questioning on the application process is going to gauge your level of commitment to the process. And there's always a clause in there like if you are not keeping up with the program, they can kick you out and you don't get your money back. So, I mean, there's a lot of different areas that can go into who's your ideal client, but you need to figure that out. You really need to do some surveys, um, talk to people, poll your audience or who you think is your ideal client, ask poignant questions through your email, on social media, until you can figure out and narrow down your niche market for your ideal client. You cannot sell to everybody. Everybody is not your ministry. It's just, that's just what it is. Everyone is not your ministry. We cannot save the world. We only can save one person at a time. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any last words, Ty? I don't. I just said amen. All right. Amen. That's it. The sermon is done, right? All right. Thank you for joining us, everybody.